we are here. So everyone, welcome to another episode of Eglap. Of course, it's me, your host, Paolo. And for today, we have Michelle Sorosa back. It's so <laughs> have her back here. When was your last episode, Michelle? Was it last season? It was not. It was last season and is was it last year? Or two I years ago? Like it was last year. Yeah. Last year, two years ago. I dude, I don't know anymore. It feels Wait, like that... it feels like two years. Wait, let me check because um as you know, uh Iglap is on Spotify. So if I type your name, maybe it will come out. Unless if you're uh you're like Hannah Montana and you have a secret uh secret name. <laughs> Okay, so your profile came out for some reason, but your Iglap episode did not. Okay. This is strange. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm Hannah Montana. <laughs> I'm are hiding. you Hannah Montana by any <laughs> chance? Okay, no, I think it was two seasons ago. It was probably named something else because right before Iglap we used to do a lot of topic-based instead of uh guest yeah, based definitely. yeah so, so i think I'll it was a topic to figure out yeah. the name of your episode but <laughs> yeah, before we start i'm not sure if you saw the past episodes of this season but mm-hmm. i always ask my guests to mention like a fun fact about themselves that not a lot of people know about so yeah oh, go ahead i'm not prepared for that <laughs> fun fact about myself um Dude, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll remember later. Then I'll, I'll like on the process of like the podcast, I'll let you know. <laughs> okay, promise you have to think of that. Okay, while while okay, we're fine. doing this episode. Fine. All right. Uh, but yeah, it's so fun to to have you back here. And I guess the first thing I want to ask you is, how have you been? Because I know you moved abroad. Uh, that was mm-hmm. sometime last year. I'm not really sure when last year. Actually, but, it yeah. was this this year. Was it just this year? It was just this year. Um, technically, I flew out around July, mid-July, and then um, was only getting settled in because I was like on vacation mode, going to like different um, places. Um, maybe September, yeah. All right, fair enough. So you you really moved uh, out of the country <laughs> just, very quickly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So how how is sorry? Where where do you live now? If you don't mind me asking. Um, in the Bay Area, Union City. So it's like, um, people don't really know what Union City is. It's like in between like Fremont and Hayward. Yeah. And it's on the, yeah. So it's um, it's a nice place. It's like a suburb, but like it's still within San Francisco Bay Area. All right. And how how's life in San Fran? I mean, because, you know, I, I have friends who live in different parts of the U.S. Some live in Boston, Boston. Uh, and it's very awesome. um, old school there. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like life there for you, because you know, one, you're technically an immigrant in a way, even if you're yeah. not. I mean, yeah. like, I mean, based on like legal stuff, you're not. But you know, yeah, you know, and stuff like so, that. How, how's I guess, life there? Um. Well, you know, life there is actually surprisingly really nice. I was, I, I didn't think I was gonna fall in love with that area quite quickly. Um, for most people, when they move to a different country, it takes them like a really long time to settle, in, like to like understand or to even like start to like the place. Because obviously, you get homesick and you miss your family, you miss like the environment that you have like in the Philippines. But um, I would say because California is very um diverse, so aside from there there being a lot of like 
not a lot of racist issues. I can speak in Tagalog, right? Of course. Yeah, so it's not that racist. And um, basically, um, uh, it feels like I'm like, when, I, when I go to Costco there, it feels like I'm just in SNR or Landers. Like the same crowd. Um, but specifically for San, the San Francisco Bay Area, um, it's basically like the New York of like the West Coast, I would say. Yeah. You know, so you can you, speak in um, Filipino English or if you want Lorraine language. If you, if you Lorraine want. language? <laughs> yeah. Shout you out to, to, to Lorraine. Like, her. Yeah. Man, Albany. And Coachella. So our friend Lorraine, yesterday, I was actually with her. She pronounced Coachella. Oh, is this Co- There's Coachella here? Yeah. No, but like, you know, no, no, but here's the thing. Like, there's just really some people who does have the accent. And that's fine. That's fine. It yeah. depends, like, where you grew up and stuff like that's that. That's true. But for someone so social and grew up in such <laughs> a posh environment, you, you get what I mean, right? Yeah. I mean, again, you know, I do have friends, you know, who grew up in different areas and who do have that accent. And that's fine because, you know, again, depending on where you're it's from, a, ac- the dialect yeah, an and all of that. Yeah. But she grew up posh. That's the problem. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, her and her toilet bowl. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I, ba- <laughs> I bet Lors is one of those people con- who pr- pronounce confirm as confirm. Remember confirm. that? Whole- <laughs> Remember that whole thing where yeah. I was like, when people would be like, I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I last I checked. It's spelled with an I and not a double E, right? Or something. Yeah. But yeah, okay. So you're in the Bay Area, basically. I mean, San Fran and all of that. And you fell in love with the place. Uh, you've been to Costco. You say it's basically like a Landers or SNR, same, same environment. I mean, like, same environment. Like, even the people look the same. Like, I think the only, like, there's more, like, Filipinos, Indians, um, like Asian in general, and then I don't see a lot of white people. Yeah, it's more um, what's the politically correct term? Black people there. Yeah. But that, yeah, African American. <laughs> African American or yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you said the other word, then I'd be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 I guess this so, is the last um, season of Iglapiol. It was a fun run. <laughs> It was a good run. I had Calyodi and shit on this on this podcast. So I'm good. No, but yeah. So I'm maybe it's time for them to colonize again. I'm just kidding. So with that, um, so you're mentioned. <laughs> but I guess I want to ask you though, you know, because um, because I mean I'm not pure uh, Filipino. You know, I I'm very mixed blooded. Um, yeah. I'm like Azcal and all of that. And I'm just wondering though, because um, because me, how I you know view things and all of these things, it's very different from those who are pure Filipino or those who are right, really true. very um rooted with Filipino customs, culture, and all of that. But like in the Bay Area, because you did mention there are Filipinos there and all of that. Of course, I won't ask about the Indians because none of us are Indian. Uh, but like for the Filipinos there. Would you say that they have like similar like values or beliefs and all of that as the Filipinos here, or did they kind of adapt to the U.S. way? Because right, you know, each country has their own 
customs, beliefs, values, and mm -hmm. all of that. So, yeah. I think, um, especially like in the area that I'm in, so it's a very liberal area, you know. Um, I would say like the older Filipinos, maybe some, I wouldn't like give like a percentage, but like maybe 50% are still very traditional and then the other 50 are kind of like, since they've moved there, they're raising their kids there, they have, you know, different friends there. They kind of like evolve, but then obviously the people like my age or you know, a bit older or younger, um, and people our age, they're very, um, I guess they're more, um, yeah, they're more open-minded, I would say. Like even, like, uh, okay, so I, I dated a bunch of people there. <laughs> and um, like from a bunch of Filipinos also. And I would say that like, um, I prefer to date someone who is born and raised in the States versus like in the Philippines. Because I think it's just, it's just um they're they're just more open minded um and they're not like very traditional like oh, I just want a wife that you know housewife and this is all you're gonna do, I mean obviously people here don't think that anymore but then there's still like that mindset in the back of their mind that like they still have to make more money, um you know you should be like a motherly figure you have to be able to cook and all that and like maybe in the states it's very different you know you kind of like live your own life and you're your own person and you don't have these um like. I guess like culturally ingrained um, expectations. So I feel more free there because I feel like I'm, I can just be anything that I want and nobody cares. Here you kind of have to, you know, coming from like a good family, you know, you you I took up my masters, you know, like there's a lot of expectations as to what I have to be. Versus there, it's like people start over all the time, and especially since I'm like. So, quote-unquote, technically an immigrant. And I can talk about that later on, the process of, like, it, basically I'm an immigrant. Um, yeah, it's, like, uh, people don't really care. No matter what age you are, it's, like, I don't expect you to, like, be making this much money or doing this, you know? You can, like, literally work in Starbucks and people are, like, that's a good job, you know? Yeah, I, I agree. Sorry, give me one moment. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I agree with you because, actually, you know, uh, so, you know, like what I mentioned, right? I'm not pure in all of that, but I do have friends who went through what you went through in the sense mm -hmm. about the whole, um, how do I say this in a nice way? Uh, <laughs> no, because like what you, like what you mentioned, right? Like if, if unfortunately, if you, for those who aren't as open-minded, if you say, oh, you know, I work in Mcdonald's, or I work in Starbucks or whatever here, it's kind of like, but why? Right? Yeah. Like, and and the there. thing is. It makes sense here. Why? Because like you don't really earn as much here working in McDonald's. You will make, you know, like enough money to like buy your buy McDonald's. That's it. You know, there it's like you can the 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 quality of life is just much better. Like the minimum wage, if you if you make minimum, you can afford to like live on your own. You can afford the um um like have like an iPhone. I mean, like, you know, these things that like, I mean, it's not like, it's like, not like a bragging, right? That you have a phone there. Like everyone, like people don't steal phones there. They steal other things. You know, here it's like, it's called, no, it's true. They do steal other things there. And like here, it's like, that's the first thing that, you know, like people like, pickpocket phones, wallets. There it's like, they steal your car. They steal the wheel, like, you know, they steal the wheels of your car. And, and it, it happens in, even in my community there. Even if it is a suburb, people steal cars, they steal Rolex watches, you know, they 
go and go into your house and steal jewelry. Here it's very like, you know, just your phone is okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, what I meant was like no, because like me, I had the because you know, uh I play a lot of basketball, right? So I have mm-hmm. the different groups and all of that. And, you know, I befriended a lot of them. And some of them legitimately work in McDonald's flipping burgers. And I remember one time uh, I was hanging around um, someplace in Artigas. I can't remember anymore the name of the the bar. But me and my basketball mates, you know, the ones who worked in McDonald's and whatnot, we were just drinking, talking about basketball and stuff. And I saw a few friends, like, you know, other friends of mine. Yeah. And I introduced them. I was like, oh, you know, this is um so and so, whatever, whatever. Then I don't know how the conversation went to like what we do for a living. Then the guy said, Oh, you know, I work for McDonald's, I legitimately flip burgers. And my friend's like, Oh, okay. Then the next day my friend's like, Why were you hanging with a guy who flips burgers for a living? Yeah. And kind of for me, it's like, you know, I, I get your because, point that, you know, maybe in the yeah. US, you know, wage is a bit better. But I kinda have to ask though, isn't isn't cost of living in the US kind of getting way high? I mean, like you, Britain and all. Yeah, it is. It is high, but at the same time, it's like, um, I guess there's just more room for you to be more comfortable. Like, well, right now I'm still living with my family there. Like, I have relatives there, so it's easy for me. But, um, you know, it's easy to take a loan. It's easy to borrow from the bank, and you know, you just have to pay for it your whole life. Here, I think people just pay for everything outright if you don't have the money to buy it you can't buy it you know you can get a credit card but it you know after a month you have to pay it off there it's like you can find ways to like get the money that you need yeah so well, because, yeah so going back to like how things are here because like I, I spoke to a lot of people like you you know who moved abroad whether in the US or or other countries and <clears throat> sorry excuse me and they always say that. That does the number one thing about the whole expectations here. Because like me growing up, I never really cared about those things. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, it's like if you're a cool person, you're a cool person, right? Right, you're not exactly. A cool person, you're not a cool person. Like I never really, I mean, look, I'm not like one of the rich people like the Lorraines of the Philippines. I mean, who grew up very <laughs> posh and all, but still have a very um, interesting accent. But it's just more about... Um, it's just more about like here it's just it's all about face value right right which is very sad because like you know you yeah. can meet so many awesome people people if yeah. you don't live that way that's true like you know i know people who who have never been to like um sorry have you been to kabao expo or kubao x so kubao x is like uh it's like this how do i explain it it's like a bazaar like area Okay. okay. It's like an area we're in. There are like different bars that you can go to meet okay. people. Um yes. sometimes there are bands there, sometimes there's none. You know, more of like the indie. It's kinda like a sagiho, if that if you're familiar. Okay. Yeah. So like I know people have never been there, never been to Pobla and all of that. Mm-hmm. Because for them partying is like in the clubs in BGC or the clubs in the hotels. I mean you know, the very posh people like Lorraine, right? You know, I mean that's the <laughs> things that they know. Like, okay. Do you know that Lors does not know what Binatog is? You don't. Binatog. <laughs> What's Binatog? The, the corn thing. What's that? <clears throat> oh my gosh, wait, I'm gonna Google it. Please Google. 
Michelle, I expected so much more from you. Yeah. I hope you... I'm friends with Lo, so this is just probably like... Oh. <laughs> okay, wait, Google it first. Maybe you know how it looks, but maybe you just don't know the name. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Because when Lars Googled it, she even didn't even know what it was when she saw it. Bro, what is it? <laughs> it looks like corn with like rice on top. Is that rice? It's like... Sugar or coconut. Right? Oh. Oh my god. Okay. So it's like the thing that you put on Halo Halo. Your shell Sorosa doesn't know Bina. <laughs> And he was so confident. I was like, ah, Michelle knows that for sure. Guaranteed. Like, I would bet my house and my life savings on that. (laughs) Oh, my God. I've never seen this in my life. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, world. (laughs) Sorry, pal. You have to give up your house now. Okay, so I don't know what binatog is, but... <laughs> no, but okay, so going going back. Sorry, I'm a bit still, still a bit shell-shocked. Okay, like this. I know someone who has never eaten Jollibee. Okay. I said they grew up here. They've lived there their whole lives. They've never eaten Jollibee. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, I've, I think I understand the too posh for Jollibee. You no, know? but they've eaten McDonald's. Yeah, but like and KFC. Okay. So I mean just Why more of like um it's just more of like that, you know, like it's all here it's a lot of the times. It's about saving face. But when you realize it, it, it I guess what what I'm trying to say is like a lot of the posh people here, like Lorraine Gazingan, um there's so many awesome people you could meet from all walks of life. You know, whether yeah. they're like the ultra rich, like Lores, to, you know, the normal people like us and all of that. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, going back to, you know, you moving to the US and all of that, that's like the number one thing people always tell me that there they can do whatever the hell they want they for as long as it's can. legal, you know. Yeah. As long as it's, job. Even sometimes, even if it's not legal, people still do shit. Yeah. yeah but of course, we. Right. But like, you have to be. <laughs> In this podcast, you have to be like, oh, you know, just do legal things and all <laughs> of that. Legal things. You know what I mean? No, but yeah, like, okay, like how I see things. I guess the way we see things is very similar. Because like me, I don't really care what you do for a living for as long as, you know, you're not doing anything illegal. You know what I mean? I mean, that's that's really who I am. Like, I really don't care what you do yeah. for a living for as long as it's something legal. And yeah. it's not something like you're hurting someone. You know but like, I mean? that's true though, but... You're a rare breed, uh, not really a rare breed, but like you're like an Aska. You're rare. You're, that's rare. That's a rare mindset to have here in the Philippines. And like even me, I personally maybe still have that. Um, you know, maybe I still have those biases. Like, um, like it's a bias. Move, it's a bias. Moving to the states, I had to let go of all that because, like, at first I was like, you know, I have to get a really good job. It has to be like you know this much. It has to you know, and like people because. You're moving to another country. People do expect that from you. But then after, you know, looking for work for like a few months, I was just like, oh my gosh, people here don't care where you where you come from. They just want local experience. Even if you're like a CEO in the Philippines, they don't care. You don't have U.S. experience. You know, you have to start from scratch. Um, like the first job that I'm I, that I'm gonna start in, I'm gonna start on January. Um, I'm like doing front desk in a hotel 
and because I can't, um, but yeah, I can't, yeah, so it's like, but it also, it's like a very, um, how do I explain it? Um, you just have to get by, you can't be picky. <laughs> and at the same time, it's like, it's still a noble job, you know, you get really good benefits, and I think that's the most important thing when you're moving to the States, is that you get benefits, because um, healthcare is expensive, um, insurance is expensive. Um, for the longest time when I moved there, I was um, I had to have on- less than three thousand dollars in my bank account because I had to make sure that I appeared poor to the government so that I can claim free healthcare. <laughs> so you know, there's a lot of things that you have to do, and you just have to like, you just have to suck it up because it's a different world there, and it it could be not it's, it's not for everyone. Moving is not for everyone, but um, I realized it's for me. <laughs> so yeah. You know, after completing my master's here, working in e-commerce, doing all these things, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start from scratch and figure out how to navigate my life in a new country. And that's like one of the hardest things ever. Yeah. So I want to ask you, what were some of the biases you had to let go? I mean, aside from like the work, were there like any social biases that you need to let go? Social biases? Like what? Like an example. Social bias. Um, as a person with zero biases, except for like being biased towards good-looking people. Um, there, there, being biased <laughs> towards good-looking people. Like you wouldn't uh. be friends with not good-looking people. I don't know. Like, sorry, that, like, I, I, that's the only thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Um, I don't know. I think I'm also not too much of a biased person. A, a lot of my biases are probably a lot of biases towards myself you know expectations mostly um and i do like i i um move it over to people around me but um yeah i mean i don't think i have any biases specifically um yeah none i guess i guess that that's also why i'm very comfortable there Because, like, you know, um, so I'll give an example. We, so there's this person that I know. I'm not going to say the person's name or anything, but I have a feeling you know who this person is. Uh, so this person likes dating non-Filipinos. Okay. And uh, I'm just going to be honest. Like, there are, like, traditionally, there are some posh Filipino families who would prefer you to not date certain people. Not because of, like, um, their jobs or whatnot, but because of where they're from. Okay. In I'm terms confused. of like <laughs> continents. Continents. That start with letter A. That's not Asia. They would rather you not date people from that particular continent. Okay. So, like, what I'm trying to say is like, even here, there's that bias about who you can date. Yeah. Like, you know how, for example, like, um, so as a, as a public kid. <laughs> um, public kid, wow. At the, at the right rich. age of 30, I'm still a public kid. No, but, um, <laughs> no, but what I noticed was, uh, so, you know, in the past, in the past, uh, you know, when I wasn't really taking things seriously and all of that, uh, when I would oh, go out there. serious now. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's quite. I mean, you know, 
Um, that's a whole different topic altogether. Maybe we can talk about it, about it later on. But I mean, no, but like in the past, you know, I was just the type that, oh, you know, if I meet someone there, we can talk, you know, like, let's say, for example, I go to a particular club there or a bar, right? And I meet someone like, oh, cool. Hey, um, you want to bar hop together or bar crawl? I mean, depending on how much we drink, right? If you don't drink too much, you can still hop. If you drink too much, you can just crawl already. But uh, <clears throat> what do you call this? What I noticed was because, like what I said, I'm I'm not pure, I am mixed, and when I would go out with these uh, Filipino girls, uh, let's say for example after bar hopping we go to let's say um, filling station. I'm sure you, you know filling station, right? Yeah. Okay, like we go to filling station or we go to like um, yellow cab or whatnot. I'd notice that other locals would look at us with like a judgmental look. You know what I mean? Like, there's that whole thing about Filipinas dating foreigners in the negative light. Yeah, yeah. Especially that area, because Pablo is really known to be like a, you know, a drinking place where you meet people. And it's like super near the red light district. Yeah, so, I mean, it's not the red yeah. light district, but it's, it's not, but it's across near. The it's like across the street, yeah. Exactly. So, like you, when you, when you were here, because I'm not really too familiar with your, sorry, excuse me. With your dating life. But you were single here for a time, right? Like, there was a time that you um, weren't... Really dating. long. I was really single for a really long time. Like, 28 years. And I'm 29. So... <laughs> okay. So, like, okay. So, like, with that being said, uh, <clears throat> did you ever date, like, a foreigner here in the Philippines? And if, and if you did, like, did you ever experience what I experienced? Honestly, no. And I don't know why... I didn't date foreign people. Although, like, I would say, like, maybe it's just preference. I do, like... Maybe you're just racist. I'm not racist. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. Um, Yeah, no, I've never really dated um foreign people. Also, maybe because I live in the South when I started online dating. And... You, there are a lot of Spaniards in the South, right? Like, I'd say... I'd say 80% of the Spanish community and the Portuguese community live in the South. I don't know. I'm not matching with them, okay? I'm not their type, okay? I'm just like, what? Like, legitimately. Because, like, when I was dating online here, I think um, I, I didn't have, like, a time where I was just, like, having fun, you know? I was really dating for seriousness. Yeah, and yeah. I think maybe a lot of people weren't looking for that, maybe. Or maybe I'm just not matching with the... My filter is like not my age filter doesn't like maybe they're all like below the age of my age filter. No, what's your age? Okay, okay, what's your age filter? Please, I mean, <laughs> so I know because I'm oh gonna tell gosh. you. Yeah, what's you your don't... age filter first? What's your age filter first? Okay, so uh, at least one year older than me, and then I can go 30, up to 15 years. No, no, but then when I was 20, well, 21, no, no, was when, you, when you were doing when you were doing the dating for the 28 years of your life. It was from, let's say, 22 until what age? No, no, no. It's, like all, I, it's always one year older than me until 15 years older than me. So there was a time where it was like 22 to 37, right? Yeah. Oh, so maybe that's why. Because all the Spanish Portuguese guys I know, they're like 38, 39. So like Chile, like the age. Maybe when I was younger, I was like, it was 10 years long. It's only recently that I was like, yo, 15 is okay. 
<laughs> oh, then you should be back. Well, but you don't live there anymore. But yeah. yeah. No, but like, like legitimately, all the Spanish Portuguese people I know live in like Alabang. Uh, yeah, mostly mostly Alabang. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a matching. Few, a few Parnyakes here and there. Not their type. Okay, Paul. Just don't rub it in. I'm just not I think, their I think, type. I'm I think you only put because ten years, so you know. Maybe. <laughs> so maybe that's yeah. what. So no, I I didn't experience that thing wherein like people would stare. Um, although I have experienced it maybe in the states even. But you know, I I I don't want to sound. I, this is not an insult at all, by the way, but. You you really give off that vibe of like an Asian who's always lived in the US. Um, I think I also feel like that way. <laughs> no, but I think you get what I mean. Like, I also, it's not yeah, a bad I get it. Thing. I get it. It's not a bad thing, but I also feel that way sometimes. Like people say, like when I date people there, they're like, Oh, you don't have an ac- you don't have the Filipino accent. And I'm like, What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? I, what do you mean? Okay. At, at the same time, though, I still have a Filipino accent because there's a, there's like several Filipino accents, right? There's the there's the um yung matigas na accent. Wait, stop laughing! I'm taking, I'm talking about the serious. <laughs> no, but there's like the matigas accent, you know, like um toilet bowl and Albani. <laughs> um, boxing. Yeah, boxing, and then there's also this accent, which is it's not it's our accent. You know, people, w- when you go to another country, they also know that you're Filipino, right? But it's not the Filipino accent that, you know, that's fake. Most people, people most tell people, me that, though. No, people tell me that. I still have a Filipino accent. It's just not the accent that people make fun of. But it's common. Because I guess um, a lot of people, maybe coming from the same background as us, or, or at least me, <laughs> um, they do move, probably nurses in the States or, you know, even young professionals, they do move there um, and they have a similar accent. And we don't change our accent to, like, you know, to the country. Like, I, I speak the same way. The way I'm talking to you, I speak the same way when I'm there. So, yeah. But actually, you know, like, I a lot of people have told me that they have no idea where my accent is from. They say it's too <laughs> neutral. It's too neutral. Yeah, I think that's it. A neutral accent. But then that's also an accent, technically. Yeah, but accent. um, but yeah, the the whole Philippine you enunciate accent. We, the the Filipino accent that one, <laughs> the Filipino <laughs> when you make the ring and the and like yeah, my gosh, some of her like, oh my goodness, <laughs> no, but like you know, okay, like I'm gonna sound so, like you know that's I correct her because her her type is really foreign, right? Like she wants to date people from the U.S. and whatnot. Like, dude, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, if I was from Albany, and she pro- and my girlfriend pronounces it as like Albany, I'll probably laugh for like a good eight hours, <laughs> just like nonstop laughing. Like, what the fuck? Then just laugh and laugh until like I probably die of laughter. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, but okay. So you never got the stairs, and I mean, I don't really get it. Okay, I kind. Oh yeah. Wait, how do I? Okay, let me gather my thoughts. Like, like what I mentioned. I say, like, maybe it's, it's also like I do sometimes come off as posh. So you, do, like, you are though. You are quite posh. No, but like that's why. So maybe even if I was dating someone from like you know another country and I was in the Philippines dating them, people wouldn't be like, oh, like I don't want to put it in a bad light, but like I guess the stares come from like, oh, she's gonna get a better life, you know? She's you know, like that's what people think. 
let's face it that's true like that's what people think and like i don't think people would say the same thing about like people who come from like who have, have like who seem posh yeah no but actually you know like i've been on dates with um with uh in the past in the past like uh this was even before my ex uh so this was like 20 sometime in 2018 i went out with this uh girl uh we matched on bumble she's from uh sweden if i'm not mistaken and we went out we had dinner in uh, rockwell no stairs mm-hmm. okay but you look foreign pal no, I think that's why they because probably like, just like they're probably just like, oh, this foreign guy is dating a foreign girl, like normal in Rockwell. Like, no, but you know, okay, maybe so, maybe you would get stares if you were like, I don't know, um, not in Rockwell. No, exactly. Like when I was in Pobla, right? Like when I would meet, like in the past, in the past, when I would meet someone in the bar and be like, hey, you know, let's grab pizza and yellow cab or something. There, that's when we would get like certain looks and all of that. Wow, yellow cab talaga. It had to be <laughs> my specific. Not in Rockwell, but in yellow cab. <laughs> no, but yellow cab Pobla. Like the Makati okay, um, okay. going to Manda Makati yellow area, cab yeah. branch. No, because okay. there's no... By the way, there's no yellow cab in Rockwell. There's none. Thing. Wait, so wait. When was the last time you were in Pobla, by the way? <clears throat> Probably with Lorraine. Yeah, when was <laughs> Last... Before pandemic. So like twenty. I haven't been going. Yeah. JK, I was there recently, but like I didn't go to the party area. I was just like we were just in the area, but like to party with Lorraine, and I only been there like twice, maybe. I'm not wait, a wait, party girl. Wait, let's let's go together. Let's legitimately go together. <laughs> it's not my. I, I'm willing to go with you guys, but I'm, it's not my scene, kasi. So I no, would. I, mean, I just want I'm, you to I'm experience G. it. That's yeah, it. I'm G that, to go. That, that, I'm that's G it. To go. So yeah, let's go, go Friday. Tomorrow. G. <laughs> yes. Anything tomorrow, yeah. I'm G. Let's do it. Now, here's the thing. We have to convince okay. Hey, everyone. See you all in Pobla. <laughs> yeah, we're going to Pobla. I would like to shout out my favorite spot there. It's called Buccaneers. Okay, wait. I'm going to type a word. You have to pronounce it, okay? We're doing like this pronunciation. <laughs> Pronunciation. No, no, ignore that. Ignore that. Ignore that. I missed that. Okay, there. Now that's correct. Pronounce that. Buccaneers. There. You guess what Lorraine says. Just guess. Buccaneers. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't expect <sighs> anything more less than you know, Coachella. I, this one. This one. Pronounce that. Pronounce that. Miami. Yeah. Guess what say she Miami? Said. Miami, like Miami. <laughs> no, but yeah, no, but yeah, no, but oh. we should definitely Pobla. Pobla's really a fun place. Like I met a lot of good people there. I met Italians, mm-hmm. uh, Spanish, Portuguese. No, oh, really Wow, fun. United Nations. <laughs> no, met as in like friends. If that was Lord's yeah, that's yeah. Like a different conversation about the United Nations. <laughs> So okay, so you 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 moved to the U.S. and you just you really plan to to be based there for the rest of your life, right? So far, I mean that's the plan. That is the plan. I mean, I, the thing is that I I always I've always known that I wanted to move. It's just 
it takes a lot of courage and it's a lot of logistics. It's a lot of, you know, um, and you know, life here is so comfy. Uh, my at least my life here is so comfy. You know, I have my family. You know, I don't need the like you have to do things on your own there. And um, also because I knew that if I was gonna move, I was gonna move. It's just me, not my, the rest of my family. Um, but I think the pandemic just made me realize like. This is the perfect time to go because, um, you know, it's the perfect time to start fresh. And, you know, the job market is different now. And, um, yeah, before I turn 30. Yeah, and plus, like, you know, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. But, like, so there, only recently the Philippines, you could stop wearing masks. In the U.S., ever since, like, 2020 just depends on which state you're in, right? Some states. Yeah, it depends on which state. And even like now, um, in the plains, you're like they tell like they when I went to Portland, I think it was like in August, no, July. I went to Portland to visit um family, and um, the the stewardess or like the people who were like making us enter the plane, they were like, you don't need to wear mask, you don't need to wear mask. We were like. Okay, cool, but like you know, you know, we still have that. Like, I came from the Philippines, and everyone still wears the ma- wears oh, no, um, their mask. I was like, "Fuck it!" When when um, the president says you, <laughs> don't, need like, you don't need to wear mask, yeah, yeah. Fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. I haven't worn a mask in how many weeks? I can't even remember. Maybe months. I wouldn't know. Yeah, but basically, like there, like people don't. Oh, although I would say, like in in Union City where I'm staying, and in California in general, the Asians still wear their masks. Ah, you you Asians. I'm just kidding. You Asians. Wow. You Asians wearing your masks. <laughs> wearing your masks and shit. <laughs> you brought COVID and you're still trying to keep it in. Oh, I didn't say that. Oh, you're so racist. Oh, Michelle's so racist. It's a joke. <laughs> yeah, the whole Kung Flu thing and all. Yeah, grab it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like Asians still wear their masks. And um, Filipinos still wear their masks. Uh, my relatives there who um, live there, they still wear their masks when, when we're in public places. Um, well, obviously not outdoors, but, you know, when we enter, like, you know, Costco and all that, they still tell me to wear my mask. So I just follow because... Wait, Costco tells you to wear a mask or your relatives? No, no, my relatives. Nah, when my friend's like, why don't you wear a mask? Because we don't have to, y'all. <laughs> I also got vaccinated already by Valent, so... Yeah, I mean, I have... Um, and I also got Omicron, so it's like... <laughs> yeah, by the way, I have this theory. So you got Omicron, right? Was it really bad for you? Um, well, I would say no, because no because I already got COVID before that. Mm-hmm. So I got COVID twice. Omicron was, like, super chill. But the first time I got COVID, I had, um, I had fever for, like, 11 days. So it was kind of bad. Like, I would take Biogesic every four hours because that's, like, the maximum that you can take. But the I COVID was, you got, was it the first strain or the second tra- strain? I think because it was Omicron's, Delta. like, the third, right? Or fourth? Delta. I think fourth. I got Delta. Delta, Delta, Delta. was, like, the so bad. People were dying. Yeah, people were dying because of Delta. So, um, obviously, it was just, it, it was scary. Like, um, but at the same time, um, I'm okay. So, yeah. No, because I had this theory that um, because I got Omicron January of this year mm-hmm. because of my ex. Same! Uh, I also got January. Not because yeah. of my ex, but yeah. And she was really, like, dying. Like, she had, like, fever for, like, three or four. I mean, not as bad as yours, but she had, like, fever for three to four days. So, I mean, it was just, like, the flu. Like, I was still working. Yeah, I was still yeah. doing my podcast. 
while taking care of her and all of that. Mm-hmm. So I had this theory that Omicron is like worse on women than men, but you know, I guess you're the exception. You're like number. No, but I think also <laughs> because I think COVID in general is worse for women than men, and I, this is based on like whenever people get vaccinated, it's like it's always though. Especially I got AstraZeneca, and like people who like got vaccinated, the women would have more symptoms of like you know like after effects of the vaccine like they would have fever for a day they'd be groggy versus the men they're just like yeah my arm kind of hurts that's it you know yeah actually and I, this I is got... based on the friends that i know not i'm yeah, not yeah, generalizing yeah. no like yeah. me i got moderna by the way so i got moderna which i think is like astra in that sense that it's one of the stronger ones yeah i was able to play basketball legitimately 30 minutes after i was like oh i have yeah, to go no get my gear play basketball was... for three hours dead for like two days i was just in bed like i was just like i can't get up i'm like super groggy this feels worse than when i got covid yeah that was the feeling yeah they, because like you know loris had like um she she got covid for like two weeks you know like yeah crazy it's, it's i think it's also maybe because immune system i don't know maybe women have like a lower immune system in general or maybe it's because of the I estrogen I, I don't know also i i have no idea i'm not a maybe doctor. i'm not i'm not the doctor either i'm just like guessing <laughs> we're just like making assumptions here people don't don't shoot us in the foot for no, let, let's let's yeah. let's be one of those like anti-vaxxers and just be like oh it's a government yeah, like, conspiracy and this shit. is this is a conspiracy the women are getting it because <laughs> because because the the left the left-wing media want us to not make kids anymore and shit. Yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, let's be like Fox News people and all. Oh my gosh. Okay, yeah, so, COVID was, yeah. No, yeah, COVID was just uh, the amount of like... Hello? Yeah, sorry, did yeah. I disappear? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah sorry it, it about just that. lagged for a while, it's okay. Okay, but yeah, the amount of fake news that COVID just gave out was just crazy. It was just really, really crazy. So I I wanted to ask um, Mitch, so why did you take a master's degree? Honestly, at the time, um, I really didn't know what I wanted to do in life. And I still don't, you know, I'm still figuring shit out. Um, I just came across, I was looking at different programs to take um very different uh i was looking into like getting my uh i think one of the programs that i was looking into was like uh theater theater therapy or something i won't even remember what the program is but it's like you can work like in prisons and like you kind of like simulate um different basically the job like i was looking at was like you work in a prison and then you help these convicts to like through um like improv therapy or something um but then i ended up in in aim because um well because like the, the test was free to take the entrance test and i was like oh you know what let's just do it let's see what happens it's free i'm not, I'm not gonna lose anything except you know time which is i had a lot of time then <laughs> and then yeah and then um i was just impressed by the by the program, by the possibilities, and then I was um, introduced to like you know, um, like sustainable goals of like the world, and um, I, I guess I just fell in love with like um, trying to make the world a better place through technology, through all these things, and that's why I took my, up my masters. And um, I think that's what that that's why most people also take up their masters either to increase their salary or um, to increase their salary. 
to because you know sometimes you need a master's here in the Philippines to get a certain position, and um well and because of my reason because I didn't know what I wanted to do and I wanted to kind of study again because you know um I honestly didn't take college as seriously as most people I was just like going to class I don't remember a single thing, so um. Yeah, the master's program really helped me kind of like figure out like what I really wanted. And it, it, like for some people, it's, you know, a specific position or whatever. But for me, it's like I realized that like I am okay to start over. So, yeah. Wait, what did you, what was your course again in uni? Psych. Psych, okay. Psych and, in La Salle. And you became friends with Lorraine Gazingan because of AIM. Yes. Um, she was a battery twenty. 12. Yeah, so um, that's why I took up my master's. And, like, I mean, a, a lot of people, I think they just do the same. Like, maybe they, they do it because they're lost in life. They need to master something. They're trying to figure out um, how to make a startup, maybe, because most, most of the people who took up our program they do want to be in the startup scene. Um, and, yeah, like, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a reputable school. Um. And I guess you also do get to meet people from different fields, and that's a good thing to open your mind to not just your your um your profession, but to other people's um jobs as well. So yeah, actually, I yeah. met a few of um Loris's friends from AIM. I don't know if you know them, like Art and all of uh, Art, uh, the girl. Uh, there's this guy. You remember the girl. I remember. I remember Art because she's a really cool person. Yes, Paul. <laughs> she's a sure. cool person. Sure, sure. Be a cool person. Sure. But you know her, right? Yeah, I do. She's a cool person. Sure, sure, Paul. <laughs> My goodness. Anyway, so okay, so that's the reason why because you want. I guess you know, as millennials, we're obsessed with making the world a better place because we saw what our how the generations before us treated it yeah and not just the world a better place but also like we're uh, i guess millennials are kind of obsessed with that sense of accomplishment like you know we go into work we want to feel like we're relevant and i people who are older than us like the previous generation they just go to work because they need to work we see it differently. We want to be like important. We want to be valued and all that shit. So, Actually, that's not me though. I, I, that's a, not, I, I, you're not a normal person. Okay, we'll just like close that off today. Pao is not normal, everyone. He's just a different person. He's not a millennial. He's not Filipino. He's an askal in every way possible. <laughs> no, it's just more of like, okay. No, I get that. I get that most people are like that. Yeah. Just that me, I do have the millennial... Uh, mindset in the sense that I just really want the world to be a better place. Like if I'm gonna work for a company, it's because they're there because they want to try making changing the world. As cheesy as it sounds. World peace. 
No, I mean, no, wait, 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 because like, you know, yeah, you know, like, you, you know, I've, since 2017, um, I've been watching this guy named John Oliver Um, last week mm-hmm. tonight. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him. And ever since I've been watching his program on YouTube, actually, he's he shown on HBO, but I always just watch the ones on YouTube because yeah. it goes to the main story yeah. already. And with that, you know, I learned so much about the world. Like, did you know that Madagascar, okay, it's such a random country that most people don't think about unless if they watch the I was going to say, is that the movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the Move It, Move It movies, right? Yeah. Do you know that they're one of the countries suffering the most from climate change? They have the smallest amount of contribution when it comes to climate change. And yet, <clears throat> sorry. And yet they have the biggest suffering from the countries in the world. Like, you know, they have this great famine. They've been, they haven't had rain in how many years to the point that people legitimately eat shoes already? They eat shoes so that their tummy feels full, but they don't get any nutrients from it. Yeah. Actually, they're poisoning themselves, if you think about it. That's true. Rubber. No, no, they don't eat the, no, okay, they don't eat the rubber, they eat the leather, but it's just more of, but you know, leather has chemicals and all of that. Oh my god, that's even worse. How do you even eat leather? How is leather worse than rubber? I think rubber is worse, my friend. No, but like, it's so hard to eat leather. I think it's easy to eat rubber. It's like more gummy. (laughs) Not that I've tried. Not that I've tried, but like. I cannot believe we're discussing, like, okay, wait. I'm gonna find a rubber band. Okay, here, here. I have a, a pangtali oh, here. Are you gonna, are you gonna I'm going to bite it and let you know if it's easier, okay? I feel like it's... Oh, you're going to like... Yeah, it's kind of easier than leather. Try biting your like... You know, it's it's easier because it's like gummy. Okay. Um, What do I have here <laughs> that I can bite? Um, well, Welcome to my mukbang of just biting <laughs> random things. Okay, I'm going to bite this leather watch, okay? Leather's easier. You can rip it. What the f? No, you can I rip swear. it. You can rip it. You can rip it. Okay, fine. Maybe maybe you can't rip silicone or rubber or whatever. No, but no, the rubber you could also. It's just that remember, I'm eating. I'm biting a pangtale. They're eating shoes. So can you imagine like how difficult that would be? That's so true. So so anyway, sorry. To the people of Madagascar, we're not you know making fun of you. We're, this is like a serious conversation. But anyway, um. No, but like stuff like that, you know, my 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 mind got open to all of these things mm-hmm. that I remember. Um, so I'm gonna tell you something very personal because you still have to, you still owe me the fun fact about yourself. By the way, I did not forget about that. Okay, so okay. Start thinking. So earlier this year, uh, after I got you know after my my last relationship ended, mm-hmm. there's this girl I met and she asked me the question: If you could have any superpower in the world, what would it be? And That's a common I want date you to question. I, I want you to I, no. I want you to guess my answer. Like I really want you to guess my answer. Like when I told her my answer, she was like, "Wow, you're the only person I know who would give that answer with that kind of explanation." Dude, I don't know. It's probably not. Super just give power. a wild guess. It's like legit. Just give a wild guess. <clears throat> um, maybe to have. Well, we were talking about rubber and shoes, so maybe to turn anything into food so that you can feed the world. Actually, you know, that's actually a good power. That wasn't my answer, but that's actually a cool power. 
So my answer was to be able to control water. Okay, why? Because there are so many droughts in the world. Utah has a drought. Madagascar has a drought. And what they're doing in the U.S. is they have these underground um, water reserves. You know, the natural ones, mm-hmm. you know, those pockets yeah. that they're cut drilling through that. But the problem is those those pockets filled with water is actually watering trees, grass, and other plants. So if you get that water, you're killing the trees, right? So mm-hmm. I want to control water so I can get water from the ocean and put it in these lakes, rivers of different countries that are dry. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I mean that's that is, the power I would want. That's the thing. Power and the explanation is I mean, I don't think when when people ask you that question, I don't think that's the first thing anyone will ever think of. Yeah, so the, the girl was like, Wow, you're so selfless because my answer would have been to fly. I was like, No, it's not that. It's just you know, um that's the millennial in me. You know, that yeah. I want to be able to save we'll the make world. the world a better place. To make the world yeah, a better save place, the world. save the world. Yeah, because you yeah. know, Generations in the past, they really screwed us up. Let's just be honest. They really screwed it up. Plastic. Yeah. One of the worst things in the world, right? And yes, and exactly. And it got worse because of the pandemic. I was like really optimistic about like, you know, people converting, you know, everyone's using um, this reusables. You know, I use a menstrual. That's a fun fact. I use a menstrual cup. (laughs) I don't use disposable period products ever. Can I ask you something? <laughs> That's um, my fun fact. That's my fun okay, fact. Okay, okay, okay. Um, sorry, you don't have to answer if it's a bit too much. Okay, go ahead. Okay, no, okay. okay. I'm open about. But the menstrual cup kind of looks like this, right? Yeah. So you put it like this? No, the other way. It's supposed to catch, um, how do I explain it? It's supposed to catch the blood in the cup area. But how, how does it fit? But, it's silicone. Uh, so you can so hold it. So it's it's not super soft. I would say like it's I mean, pretty hard to, in itself. To, 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 you know, to you can you can you can um you can fold it. I don't have a sample, so like you can just watch videos how like how to put a menstrual cup, you know. But um yeah, um like I get a lot of anxiety from um, like a lot of like disposables. Even moving to the states, right? Um, they're so wasteful there. I mean, like one well, number one, they don't have a like people don't have bidets. Like I'm just yeah, that's so weird. That is so, so weird. weird. It's so weird, and it's like you just wipe your ass with the toilet paper. That's it. And it's like how does that get clean? So I had I mean, to buy I like both. By the way, like I yeah, use bidet and. But- but you use, like, you probably use the bidet and then you use the thing to, like, just make sure it's dry, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, but, yeah. So, like, I don't understand how people just use toilet paper there. What they use, actually, is flushable wipes. I mean, fine. Those make sense. But you're flushing wipes down the toilet. And, like, I don't know. Maybe their pipes are bigger there. So, hindi na babarado. No, but but at the same time, it? it's, like, it's so gross. Like, how can you clean yourself like no, no, no. Yeah. flushable the wipes in itself is disgusting for me <laughs> maybe that's the white man in me like it's super disgusting you? you know why okay so okay okay i cannot believe in iglap we're talking about wiping our butts after pooping but we're <laughs> might as well go for Whoa, it that's a new topic right there no, but like okay so i'm the type that okay i i do i i poop 
use the bidet, you know, wash my butt very nicely, get the pa- toilet paper, wipe it, flush everything down. Because I want my butt to be dry, right? Right. But if you fucking use, like, wet wipes, your butt is moist and not in a good way. <laughs> like, it's, well, it's that sticky moist. Wait, wait, wait. I have to say, though, like, maybe it's also different here because the weather is very humid. So, but, like, there it, it, like, it just dries. Everything just dries. It doesn't dry. It does, okay? Go to the States. Go to California. Right now, it's super cold. It's, like, 4 degrees Celsius. So... No, but then like no, but here's the thing. Like wipes is not water; it has soap, right? Or some sort of alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Right, so it moists your butt. So it's not what your butt should be, which is dry. Okay, maybe it does dry up because it's cold, but it's not the natural dry. Oh, I really don't know. I really don't know why they want to use wipes there and why they don't use no, the bidet. So like, I'm saying it's so weird. It's weird. It is weird. Point, right? Like I don't understand why people were stocking toilet paper. Like during the pandemic, I don't. I think I use less toilet paper to be honest. Oh no, I I, I was one of those dudes. I'm be honest. I used to, <laughs> like, no, I was like I was using less toilet paper. <laughs> I had probably two hundred rows of toilet paper. Wow. Okay. Because I'm that OC about it. Well, I'm interested to know, like, if people have different perspectives on, like, um, how they clean themselves down there. Like, in terms of, like, so people use wipes. You you have a process of, like, you use the bidet and the tissue paper and the toilet paper. And then, I guess there are also people, like, sometimes I don't use toilet paper. So it's just wet there. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it, it, I am telling you it dries, okay? <laughs> okay, so we're moving on. Hey, what the is- fuck? <laughs> What's wrong with you? I'm sure other people feel the same way, okay? Wait, like Japanese, Japanese toilets, they just have the bidet and sometimes there's no toilet paper there. No, 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 no. I, I, I love the Japanese toilet. I do. It's amazing. Because you can even have warm water, which I never knew I needed in my life. But... Okay, we're gonna talk. Moving on! <laughs> I am so... Wait, I'm really bothered right now. <laughs> I am so bothered. Because Lorraine even told me something like that. And you guys are truly friends. But hers is a bit different. Like, way different. Oh, sorry, pal. <laughs> wow, okay, yeah, let's, 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 let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. So, um, so, recently, um, as you know, Spotify released the rap, um, okay. which is a yearly thing, which is amazing. I love Spotify. I love Spotify rap. And um, I did mine. So, what was your, what was your number one song? Um, shit. You know, what's funny, though? Fun fact, another fun fact. Is that um, my Spotify is connected still to um, my Alexa back home, and um, or Alexa here, here, Alexa here. It's still connected to Alexa here. So, um, Atenora, she's our uh, she she cooks and she also cleans. She listens to music on my Spotify, so she kind of messed up my Spotify rap. Oh wait, so what what top... did she? What songs does she listen to? Wait, let me let me just go get my top. Um, let me check. By the way, I love my. 
I love my Alexa as well, by the way. I love you, babe. <laughs> She's your uh, best. Okay, so my top songs. Um, oh, shit. Okay, my top songs are not bad. My top, it's the top artist that she messed up. So my top songs, Kiss Me More. <laughs> Sorry, who sang that? Doja Cat, okay. Ah. Don't judge me. It okay, like, so top five songs, top five songs. I was playing, like, when I was on vacation, I just kept playing it on repeat. So that's why like, it's probably the top song. How many times you Because even, even the rap tells you how many times you played it. Shit. How do I see that? Um, Go to the go to the, the, the part where... One song it, was Love at First Listen. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. How, many, how many times? Hold on. Kiss Me More. 76 times. Not bad. That's really low. Yeah, that's low. That's low. Okay, because I also use other, like, sometimes I use YouTube to listen to music. Because oh, I have music here. Yeah, same here. premium. So, like, yeah, that's why I don't, um, sometimes it's just there. Okay, so and what then, are your top um, five songs? So, Kiss Me More. Kiss Me More. Positions by Ariana Grande. <laughs> yes, would you want a pumpkin spice latte with that, Michelle Sorosa? It's actually a really good drink, though. I must say, I'm a basic bitch. Um, Loneliest Time. Loneliest Time by um, Carly Rae. Okay, that, that's a nice song. That's a good song. That's a good song. That is a nice it's a, song. It's like a, a it's like a You get the pass for number song. three. And then Numb Little Bug by uh, her name. Numb Little Bug. Life, life, I forgot I her name. That song, M. M. Byhold. She's it, it was like a thing on TikTok. Okay, and I'm then, not a TikTok um, person, so. POV by Ariana Grande. I'm so, would, would you want that pumpkin spice latte to be brevet and venti? <laughs> venti with um with caramel drizzle. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So here are my top yeah. five songs, so that you can judge me as well. But I think it's excellent, though. So. Wow! Excellent. Like it's top tier. So give me one second. Okay. So here's my top five in order. Traitor by Olivia Rodrigo, Liability okay. by Lord, Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo, The Business by T. I fucking love that song, The Business by T. So, like, every time I'm about to party, I always play that song. Like, that's what hypes me up. The Business by okay. T. So, it's like, let's get down, let's get down to business. Give me <laughs> one more night, one more night to get this. It's, like, it's just like that. But my number five, I was a bit surprised. Um, so it's from this moment on by Shania Twain and Brian White. Okay. Like surprisingly, I was surprised by that. Yeah. Okay. So here's the backstory. So I knew that Traitor was going to be number one, but I thought that it was going to be a battle between Traitor and the business. Okay. And I was surprised that for the third straight year in a row, so it's not only third straight, but in a row, you know, double whatever. Um, yeah. Liability was number two. It's been my number two since 2020. Wow. So I was so surprised. I'm like, when, so when is Liability going to be number one? But anyway, so that's my top <laughs> five. And I listened to 107K minutes of Spotify last this year. So, like, I don't know what is up with my Spotify, but it's only two, 21, 691 minutes. Okay. I think because uh, I was listening to podcasts a lot this year also. Ah, so maybe that's. From, like, but I maybe don't not my podcast. <laughs> I listen to Crime Junkie. I like, I like, that's another fun fact. I like crime shit. Like true crime. So, yeah. 
I'll listen to your podcast. I'll listen to this episode. Actually, I don't. Okay. I don't want to listen to this episode. I'll listen to the other episode. Okay. So okay, I want you to guess. So obviously, um, traitors number one. Guess how many times I played it in this year alone. Just give a wild guess. Two hundred sixty-nine. Two hundred sixty-nine times. That's your guess. Yeah. Final guess. Three hundred sixty-nine. Okay, that's your final guess. Okay. One thousand four hundred sixty times. Which is oh basically five thousand five hundred minutes. Oh my! Well, did you have it like on repeat or something? Yeah, I did. There's okay. There's this one oh, time. Like you just played like all night. Maybe two you know? or three days. That's all I listened to. Oh my gosh! I can't. I need variety sometimes in terms of music. But yeah. But crazy, no? Like damn. But okay. But here's the weird thing. So top artists are Olivia Rigo, Lord, Tiesto, Shania Twain, and Dua Lipa. Okay, Dua, okay. Minus, minus, this is where it got messed up. It's Ariana Grande, so that's mine. Yeah. Air Supply. Air Supply, because, because Atanora's been playing Air Supply. And then What's the her famous song that. again? What's the famous song of Air Supply that all Filipinos love? Um, shoot. Um, wait, I'm, I'm just going to Spotify it and check. I think I just search Air Supply, and then it will probably pop up. I did. Making love of nothing at all. That's the yeah, one. Yeah, that's that's the song that she then, plays. Some, like there was a time we're in. So, I'm yeah. so lost. Filipinos so lost love that song. You. I don't know why Filipinos love that song so much. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a good song. I'm. It is. It is. It is. It, it is. is a good song. Okay, so Ariana Air Supply. Doja Cat. Okay, not surprised. Okay. Taylor Swift. Of course. And then um, Exile, Chicago. my favorite song. Chicago, What's the what's the Chicago song? Hold on, because that's what she plays also. Um, so she just plays Air Supply in Chicago. Chicago uh, is a uh, glory of love. You me now. You take away the biggest part. Oh, that's the song she plays. I think so. If you leave, don't go. Yeah. <laughs> if you leave me now, no. that's probably it. Yeah, that's probably. Then you're the inspiration. Yeah, that one. I think so that, those, that's why it's my on my top. But I don't mind them being in my top because, like, I mean, to be fair, they're not—they're really good artists. I think, anyway. she, I think she doesn't play like, um, like Bayani Adbani, you know, the Ocho Ocho, <laughs> which I think is a yeah. brilliant song, by the way. I mean, one plus one, Magellan. Two plus two, Lapu Lapu. Lapu Lapu. Three plus three. No, no, no. It's one plus one, Magellan. Two plus two, Lapu Lapu. Four plus four equals eight. Then double hin ang eight. Then ocho ocho ocho. Yeah. So. Okay. But yeah. So it does. And like with that song, it's like it's spaghetti, pa 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 pa. Doris loves that song. But like. Okay. Like okay. So like, what's a song that you really like, but you feel people will judge you? Shit, song that I really like. That you feel um, judge you. No, the thing is, no matter. I don't think I feel like anyone would. I'm not ashamed of my like the songs. It's that not I about like. being ashamed. No, I I don't think people will judge me because like you know I'm into musical theater, so like people don't really listen to those songs. So I think. Okay, like musical theater. So like, what's your what's your favorite musical? Probably Wicked or Phantom of the Opera. Oh, I love Phantom. I yeah. super love Phantom. 
Especially when it's Sarah Brightman. Like, that girl can just take me to a different universe. Yeah. So for me, it's like Phantom, um, Miss Saigon, definitely. Miss Saigon! Oh my gosh, I right? forgot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, love, I love musicals. I watched actually three, four musicals when I was in the <laughs> Yeah, which one? Which one did you watch? Um, I watched um, Moulin Rouge, and people should. I'm, I'm gonna say Moulin Rouge is not the same as the movie Moulin Rouge. Like they use modern songs like but Firework, Katy Perry. I wouldn't say uh, anything is better. I would just say like I prefer watching musicals in the theater. So for me, it's better in the theater because it's live and you just see like. It's but the story is the same yeah. though. I mean, maybe it's the they same story. The it's, okay, they okay. change some of the songs. I also watched um, Ain't Too Proud, which is like, you know, The Temptations. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's like a musical about The Temptations. I watched Frozen. And I watched um, Jagged Little Pill, which is uh, Al- Alanis mm, Morissette. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Isn't fun time. ironic? Don't, Don't you think? think? It's like crying. Okay. <laughs> it's like crying, babe. Yeah. <laughs> wait, do you know do you know the art? Okay, wait. Favorite Taylor Swift song, top three, in order. Top three. <clears throat> in Sorry, order. I really like. I really like. Oh shit! In order. Yep. Oh. So it has to be number I, one, number two, number three. Uh, shit! Hold on, I have to see her songs again though, Taylor. Swift. You're not a true Swifty. I was true Swift. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a Swifty. I would say. I just like her. I don't. I'm not like. Super super fan girl. Um, I really like. Uh, I really like teardrops on my guitar. Very underrated for me. That very was my anthem when I was younger. Same. And she looked old. She looked older then. I must say. I think she looked like she was like hair. when yeah the curly hair and like the guitar and the vibe. Yeah. It felt like she was twenty eight, even Which if she was like probably like. Yeah, or like not even. I think she, she was, was. She like, was. She was. She was. She was okay. Yeah. So but, I like um, Teardrops on my guitar. I think that's one of like my one of my favorite songs. Actually, I became a fan um, because of that song. Because of Teardrops, I think that was like when people started becoming the the real Taylor Swift fans who saw that before. Yeah. That's when they became like fans of her, and then it just like turned over. Um, I like. I like. I knew you were trouble. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting choices so far. Um, and then I guess my next, the next song that I like, I'm not gonna pick from her latest album because it's too, um, I like her songs from her latest album, but I feel like it's just because it's recent. That's why I like them. So the, maybe the next song that I like, um, okay, fine. You Belong With Me. Not bad, but, not I, bad. I mean, that's it's my a nice anthem. song. That's my anthem when yeah. I'm always like in a situation where it's like unrequited. <laughs> like you belong with me. <laughs> all the Spanish guys who you didn't match with. Like yeah, that. all the Spanish guys. No, it's okay. I'm happy with my my current match. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so so for me, it's uh exile number one. Okay. Number okay. two, back to December. Very sad boy. Uh, number three though, style. Okay. Not, not not too common, not too common also in terms of like, I mean, I expect people to say like, we are never, shake it off. Actually, no, I don't like that Taylor Swift. Shake it off, shake it I mean, off. I mean, I get that she had to be like polished and stuff like that. Yeah. But when it comes to music, and I'm sure you will agree because, you know, you love musical theater. Um, I like songs with like legitimate meaning. That's true. Yeah, yet I mean like, you know, the whole... There's an actual... Yeah. 
you yeah, know, there's, stuff like that. Yeah, like there's an actual like for me, I like it when there's a story. Exactly. And she's really good at telling. Well, she she had like there were times where and she like really told really good stories with her. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, and like you can really relate to it, and like. Yeah. Like, you know, for me, one of my favorite songs of all time, I'm not sure if you know this, but it's by Eminem. It's called uh, Stan. Okay. No, I don't actually know oh, that song. Please listen to that song. I will. It is mastery in terms of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the perfect story. It has everything you need in it. You know, the start. Everything you need in a story. Yeah. I mean, the start, the, the, the middle part, you know, which is the, the plot twist or whatnot, then the end. Like complete. Yeah. Then uh <clears throat> sorry, do you know the singer Nikki, the Indonesian girl? Oh no, I should probably gosh. look into her too. That's so much. I have to send you Nikki. so many songs to listen yes, to. Yes, so please. N I K I. The song I want you to listen to is Oceans and Engines. It is Ocean. so painful. Okay. It is such a painful song. Am I gonna cry? I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if you did. Like, I wouldn't judge you. No one would judge you. Okay. It's that good of a song. Then, of course, you know Georgie, right? Probably don't listen to that person as much, but I've probably heard some of her songs. No, Georgie's guy. um, Sanctuary. Shit, no. What? I'm looking. I'm looking now. I'm like, no. I don't know this artist. I will just send you music and we can discuss it when we meet in a... When we meet in- tomorrow. Yeah. So I have to listen to all this today. <laughs> you have to listen to all of that today. Yeah. But yeah, can you also message Lors and tell her that let's all go to Pobla because I'll be with someone. So that's going to be like four of us. Okay, I'll just send her the pin. She'll appear. <laughs> hey, Lors, go here now. No, no, because I'm actually having dinner with Lors tomorrow. But okay, of okay. course, okay, okay, okay. So like, Lors doesn't like me partying too much anymore because there was a time we're in. So, like, Halloween weekend here in the Philippines is a long weekend, okay? Like, um, starting Thursday until Monday, it was a long-ass weekend. Like, I had zero work, okay. right? So, there was a time that I didn't really get to sleep because, um, okay. again, partying, Wow, because right? you were partying so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. okay, like, for example, um, this was, like, I think October 29, if I'm not mistaken, uh, in Pobla. I, I started partying maybe around 7 o'clock, uh, give or take. 7 p.m. Guess what time I got home? 10 a.m. What? 7 p.m. the next... Okay, wow. 2 p.m. the next day. Great. Because I was like, when I came out of the club, ah, it must be like 12, I'll grab lunch, you know what I mean? Then when I came out, oh, it's 2 p.m. Maybe I should just go home and sleep. So I went home. Maybe, maybe, Pao. So I went home, slept for like six hours, 8 p.m. and went back to Pobla. <laughs> oh my God, you're such a party boy talaga. No, because, you know, um, so I, you, you know. No, so just, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things that, you know, I've been one of those people that I've been perpetually not single. Okay. You know, and every, time, me. and every time I was in a relationship, I never really got to do these things. Like I always say, hey, okay. let's go out. Let, let's go out. Let's have let's party a bit. You know, I mean, we're together. Yeah, yeah. We're young. You know, we don't have kids. Mm-hmm. Because you know, okay, like I'm gonna get a bit personal here. Like when I have kids, I won't party as much anymore. Maybe like, let's say now it's 100 percent, right? 
But when I have kids, maybe it'll be down to like 5%. Like, you know, once yeah, every yeah. six months or once, something. Yeah, once a year, once every you know six I mean? months. Yeah, 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 something like that. And it's like, it's like you're going to get go home early also. because like Exactly. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, right now, um, I'm single. Um, but I'm really seeing someone seriously about it. Uh, but the thing is, as, as long as I'm still single, I just want to go out and have my fun. You know, it's clean fun. Uh, we can talk a bit more offline about it so you can understand what I mean by that. But, you know, yeah. just clean fun. I'm meeting friends. I'm drinking a bit too much. But, you know, it's, again, clean fun. Nothing bad happens. No one yeah. gets hurt. So, mm-hmm. what's wrong with it, right? Yeah, makes sense. I mean, like, it's not, it's it's a, I, I don't judge anyone for partying too much. And, you know, it's the time of your life, especially if you're single, especially if you, you have no responsibilities. I think it's the perfect time to do it. Yeah. If it's something that you enjoy. Yeah. And so, it's also as long as you enjoy what you're doing, it's like, whatever. Yeah. And it's also like, because here's the thing, there's some people named Lorraine, wherein they do things to forget pain and self-facing pain. I like how there was an attack, by the way. Like, oh, yeah, like, you know, there's some people named Lorraine. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> I was like, specifically... <laughs> Not to, not to be specific, but there's some people like Lorraine. <laughs> no, I said named Lorraine, by the way. <laughs> specific to her. No, but um, no, no, but uh, uh, kidding aside, like, um, there's just some people out there who because again, I I, I became single July 15, and I moved on uh, by August. You know, last week of August, I was okay already. Because for me, when you're moving on, you shouldn't be dating at all. I didn't date for that one month and people say you know it's so short or whatever and i get that but it's not about the quantity of time but the quality yeah, of i would say yeah i would say the same because thing I, like yeah go ahead go ahead yeah sorry no because like for different people and for different situations and also like maybe because of your historical dating history whatever it sometimes it's it just takes oh different it, it's different timing for different people like exactly. some people it takes them a day you know and I I don't judge them for that some people it might take them a whole year two years and you know yeah <laughs> oh my gosh I'm so sorry I didn't mean I didn't mean okay but like some people okay not just not just our friend <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, no, but no, 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 no. And then that, that's fair, right? It's just that, you know, like for me, um, I already went through the pain. I've moved on yeah. and all of that. And that's why I'm able to do this because I'm doing it with a clean conscience, not doing it to escape anything. Yeah, you're not like comparing it to like, you're not comparing or maybe, yeah, you're not like trying to mask the pain. Yeah, I'm just there and having fun. You're having fun and you're enjoying yourself. So I respect, yeah. I respect that. I also respect people who, need to mask the pain sometimes we have different coping I think mechanisms that that's true but then I, I mean of course you have to i mean there's always respect right you never want right. to invalidate people's feelings yeah definitely it's just more about okay you you have this pain instead of like escaping it because if you escape it or if you mask it you won't be it will take you longer to move on Mm-hmm. Maybe give yourself maybe a week to mask it as much as you want, sure. But after that one week, you have to face the fact that, you know, you and that person are no longer together. And yes, yes it is painful. Yes, it feels like it's the end of the world. Yes, you want to die. But you will get over that. You will. And I think 
I guess it also depends on how you looked at the relationship. Because there are some people who like when you're moving on and where you when you go through a breakup, you're letting go of like not just the person, not just the past, but also the potential future that you imagine with there. the person. There, so exactly. it's like you're the pain of like it's more painful to be honest because like you know you you look at the past and it's like it, it's happy because like you enjoyed the time with the person you're exactly. not sad about that time you're yes. more sad about the potential you know the fact that like oh i wanted to maybe spend the rest of my life with this person you had plans to travel you had maybe you imagine kids you know um maybe the relationship was in that level where in you were already like you know you had that like vision and it's hard to let go because like it was right there and then like And when you go through a breakup, you lose all that. Plus, you you lose like that person that you're always talking to. Um, you kind of feel like, what am I gonna do now with my life? You know, I had this whole future plan with this person. So I think a lot of pain comes from that. Mostly. You know, when, um, when I was talking to our friend before about about that, uh, th- th- this is like serious, no? Uh, when I was talking to her about that, I had so- I said something very similar to what you said, and that's I think maybe mm-hmm. that's why we kind of vibe. Also, because yeah. we, we think very similar. I told her the most painful thing about the breakup is not the breakup itself. It's not the words that were said. Yeah, it's not. That. the The most painful aspect of the breakup is the realization the realization that the future you thought you had with this person will never come into fruition. Yeah, and um, I think a lot of that pain. So like for me, I went through that, but at the same time, I was like, I was in the states. I was like, you know, I was doing shit on my own, you know. So it's like I was on my own anyways. So it was easier for me to move forward because you know I didn't have someone to rely on. I didn't have a constant person that I was, you know. So that's why it it's like it's different for some people, you know. And yeah, I hope I hope people go through it. I mean, I hope people move on. Like, no, yeah. I mean, we just have to just realize that when we feel pain, we should welcome it. When acknowledge it, comes that, it. Acknowledge yeah. it and respect the pain. Yeah. Because, you know, if you continue to escape it, it will take you so long. It will take so long because when it comes back, you're thinking about it again and you're like slightly experiencing the pain and then you try to mask it again. And the more you don't acknowledge it, The more it's going to like haunt you every day, because if you, you know, if you if you feel it fully, that's it. You know, you felt exactly. it, you've experienced you're it, and you're done. It's well, maybe for some people it's harder. So yeah. No, yeah. yeah maybe we're lucky. We're lucky. If, we're lucky that we're able to move on faster. Yeah, because you know, like I think some people what they don't realize is when you break up with someone. Um, of course, you go through the five stages, right? Depression, grief, yeah. and that, whatever. But aside from that, one of the things that It's very imperative for you to do is to reflect about the relationship mm-hmm. on on the, your partner's end and on your end. Because here's the thing: um, people who have not moved on tend to put their ex partner on a pedestal because you always I want agree. to remember the good times, right? But the thing the is, the good times. Yeah, sure. The good times were good. Period. Right. But the relationship ended for a reason. Mm-hmm. And that's where you need to reflect on the little details. Yeah. Right. Let's say, for example, um, example. Can can I use just my example, like us? Sure. Go ahead. Example. Let's say, for example, we were together, right? Yeah. And let's say you don't like the fact that I play traitor every single day. 
I mean, mm-hmm. the, you know those little details, those minute. Yeah, little details. details. It it really builds up, because. And then like because because I quote unquote like if we were together like I I have feelings for you and stuff that I let that go right. I'm like okay, yeah. I will let you play traitor because I care for you and I love you and all of that. But at the same time, it's like it's something that bugs me every fucking day. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And then I don't. And sometimes people do this. They don't even tell their partner that that annoys them because they want to like be seen in a Which good light. Which is wrong. Yes. And then when you don't tell them, it's this thing that like knocks in your head. Exactly. It's like, oh, you know, I care for you so much. I let you play traitor every day, and they don't know that. So how will they? How will they know that you're making a compromise, right? Exactly. That's why I always say constant communication is key for a good. It's very important. You have to tell your partner because like it's okay. For you to hate it, to be honest, and it's okay for you to let them play it. But then the fact that they know that you're irritated and you're letting them—it's like it's it's like a it's an act of it's an act of service that you're yeah. giving them that they don't exactly. know that you're giving them. Exactly. Yeah. You know, for me, it's not about saying you know I did this for you, did this. It's not that. It's just that. It's not you know, that. It's, it's not that. It's like yeah. acknowledging the fact that you're doing this for them and that they know, so that it's not like. It's not just one-sided that you're doing all these things for them and they don't know yeah, anything. Exactly. They're like, and oh, also, okay, like. No. And yeah. also, so that you know, they also are more aware about yeah. it because you know, like, if you don't know, like for example, you never told me you hate the song. For example, let's say. Yeah. And I played yeah. every day for like six months. Then you suddenly explode. I'm like, why did she explode? Right. Exactly. And you're like, because, you're so you confused. Know, and it's like, then you then you go on and tell me like, you're overreacting, blah blah blah. It's just a song. But like. For six months, it was not just a song, you know. You just it really like, hated it. Yeah, I just you really think, hated for example, it, but you didn't know. So yeah. yeah, like if you told me that you hated it, and I still continue doing it, then I'm an asshole. Yeah. Right, but then if you told me and I don't, then at least you didn't get upset, and I knew, right? Right, and then it when you play sense. it, sometimes it's like, I'm sorry, can I play this song because I really like it? And I'll be like, you know, it's okay this time, and you have that communication of like, yeah. oh, like you love me so much because you let me play that. So it's like. It's a it's a good exchange instead of something that you know it's bothering your whole life. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Agree. Yeah. So communication is key, guys. Communication is key. Super key. No, but then, no, no, that's true. I mean that that's really it. Oh. So, yeah. Yeah, Michelle. So I don't want to keep you too long. Thank you yeah. so much for for being here. You know, it's been awesome as usual. But you know, before I let you go, um, is there anything? Uh, you know, are there any plugins that we can do uh, for you? You know, like if people want to, you know, message you or stuff like that. Uh, where can they follow? Oh uh, yeah, sure. They can follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is Michelle Michelleized. It's Michelle I Z E D. Um, yeah, and you can also follow um the guy that I'm seeing right now. He's a comedian, so oh, that's cool. <laughs> Maybe you guys will like his jokes. It's Jericho the Giant. So he's on my he's in one. He's probably gonna be tagged in some of my Insta. So just follow me, and you'll you'll see some more of him. <laughs> cool. Well, you know, so yeah, follow Michelle's. Yeah, why is it Michelle eyes? Michelle sized. Why? Um. I really don't know why someone was like, oh, like it was like at work where and I would do this thing. I would just laugh in between like working, and then it's like, oh, like when people do that, they're like Michelized. Like What's Michelized? Okay, sorry, like sorry. Okay. Yeah, so Michelized. Yeah, so that's why it's like that. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, yeah, guys, uh, please follow Michelle Eyes. She's an excellent singer, by the way. So I hope she does a cover of yeah, Trey More Tung. music. More music soon. Wait for it next year. Please do a cover of Traitor. Please. I'll like, be making more covers in 2023. Yeah, like, can I request Clarity. like Traitor Liability? Traitor Liability and Driver's License. Got yes, you. my top three. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, Michelle, thank you again so much for being here. Do follow her, Michelleized. Uh, follow Jericho the Giant. I'm sure he's quite funny. Uh, Iglap will be back. Oh, sorry. So Iglap will have a break next week. My first break of the mm-hmm. season. Uh, would you believe my first ever break for the season? Your episode 59. Oh, wow. 59. Then my last episode will be episode 60. I, I don't know how I get the energy for this. So Iglap will take a break next week. But this Sunday, we will release another Iglap short talk. The next week, instead of having a normal episode, I will be releasing uh, two special episodes for the Iglap Short Talk season um, ender. But yeah, until then, Michelle, thank you so much. Everyone else, thank you again, guys. Uh, Stay safe and bye, everyone.